When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Margaret Josephs. Hi, David. I'm so excited to be here. Podcast host, podcaster, not blogger. I mean, like, should I just say from now on, this is David and I'm not a blogger? Should that just be my new introduction? I just think that was so hysterical because everybody, like, you know, you and I discussed, I think they cracked the Da Vinci Code, but it's fine. I'm like, guys, like this isn't some big, listen, I wish that I was part of some mastermind plan that's been going on for years in New Jersey with you, Margaret, but like, really, we, we just don't have that time, do we? I know. I mean, I love that everybody thinks like I hid the fact that we're friends. It's like, you've been friends with me, Mark Sr. for years. You've been at tons of events with us, tons of family things. You've been at many housewife events with other people as well. Yeah, it's not really right. Like, there's nothing to hide here. Like, I yeah, went out with Mark Cena this weekend. We're together. We have better things to discuss than housewives. I mean, that's like not our whole life. That's what I said. I'm like, I, I wish that I wanted to talk to you about Teresa, but like, I say, if it doesn't happen on this podcast, I just don't care. I'm too busy with worrying about who said what on this actual podcast. You, you know? know, we're talking about like where are we eating next and all our fun stuff that we're doing and shopping and all our other nutty things we did. I mean, but yes, but so yes, anyone that thinks that like you're part of some mastermind, Margaret, I mean, I don't have time for mess. I mean, I have masterminded my business. That's about it. And, you know, worrying about other stuff. Maybe I should become a blogger in my next life. (laughs) Yes, I think you should. Well, listen, I mean, you've had, you know, now that the season is over, the reunion is here, like you have had a season I, I would call it a season and a half. I mean, it's been a little, I didn't know that it was going to be that crazy. You didn't? Yeah. You know what it is? I really, like I, I said to Jennifer, um, I never thought anything was going to blow up like that. I mean, I think people could ask me questions. People could say things to me. I don't react the way, um, some of the other people on my show do. It's okay. I can have a fit in the moment, but I don't carry on, you know, for weeks on end. 
when you were filming it, like, could you, cause like as an audience, I think you could feel the tension. Like, look, Teresa came in hot to that camping trip or whatever it was with Tracy. She came in hot to this. Like, could you feel the tension building as much as us, the audience? Yes, I, could, I could feel the tension, but I, I couldn't take it. I was shocked that she was that upset. Truthfully. I was like, are you kidding me? It's like, it's a simple conversation. It could go in another direction. And that I, that she couldn't take it another direction was surprising to me. It was. Yeah. I, well, I just was like, come on, we know each other a long time already. You and I can have a grown up conversation. It could go in another direction. And that's really what I was hoping for. I was like, come on, Teresa. Like we know each other. Stuff is out there. We could talk about it. You could say it's like, yeah, of course I'm worried, but I love him. Um, you know, help me get through this or, or just like, you know, it's hurtful to me or, or as opposed to denying, pretending, you know, threatening and all of those other emotions. Are you happy that this particular season is just behind you? Yeah, I'm so happy it's behind me. I mean, I think, you know, it definitely aged me. I'll probably need another facelift. Well, you know, call Dr. Kerouac. No, no, no. I mean, no, I'm still smooth. I'm still smooth. How was this like, as far as like the difficulty and, you know, what you had to face, like, would you say this is your most difficult season yet? Or, you know, now it's no, not. A- no. I, no, I don't think it's my difficult, most difficult season yet. No, I don't. I think every season has been a challenge for me. Um, people have a hard time with brutal honesty and everyone's like, oh, talk about your own life. I've talked about my own life. I've talked about how I met my husband, um, which isn't, you know, people get very upset about it. I've talked about my lawsuits. I've talked about you know, a difficult relationship, uh, growing up with my mother, how I've dealt with it. I've, I've read my book. Uh, I've talked about estrangement from two of my children at the time, which thank God one's better. I've talked about so much in my life. So when people say that to me, I'm like, I have been so brutally honest about everything. Um, my loss, everything. I was like, cut me a fucking break. I talk about everything. I talk about all my shit and I talk about everyone else's shit too, because that's what we do. We're housewives. We're not Disney car- characters. Okay. This yeah. is all I, I feel that you've shared like a lot of your personal life. I didn't realize people say that. And I, and I continue to share. And if, if someone has to share something negative about themselves, I, I can be a good therapeutic ear. But if you're going to pretend, I'm not good with that. If you're you, not going to be like forthright. Do you have a least favorite season if this wasn't it? I will say my first season was very hard for me. The worst thing that has ever happened to me on Housewives, worse than having my hair pulled, is being called an anti-Semite. Really? And I that was, that is just so, um, I think in borderline, it's like criminal. It is the worst thing to ever happen to me because I, like I've said, my child has had a bar mitzvah. Um, excuse me, my dog was barking. Obviously, she found that very upsetting as well. Because, uh, uh, apparently. She's part Jewish. Um, so, <laughs> Bella. You know, uh, so no, it's very, very upsetting. What about the positive from this season? Like how, you know, I know you're really close with Jackie, like how, I guess, proud or, you know, you talk about sharing, like Jackie really shared this journey. Jackie's so amazing. I was, uh, the only one that she was sharing it with. I didn't share it with the other girls. So I was really there for her, um, behind the scenes with her talking her through it. Cause we are very close. And, and I think, you know, she felt comfortable with me. Um, and, and I'm very proud of her because that's something very hard that she has been struggling with. I think it was very inspirational to everybody 
that she was so forthright about because so many people deal with eating disorders and struggle with eating disorders. And I think it's, it was very, very important that she shared it. And I think that was very brave of her because how hard is that to share that you've been dealing with this for so many years? Yeah, on such a national platform. Yeah, on a national platform, open yourself up to scrutiny. I mean, so many people received it in a positive way and and said that they've had their own issues. How is Jackie today? I know you speak to her regularly. She's so much, she's doing amazingly well, still working on herself. She looks fabulous. She's feeling better. Um, She just came home from a great trip. She's been traveling and and she's doing great. And she, she just looks so much healthier and she's doing so well. You also made some strides with Jennifer this season. Um, We've definitely, uh, you know, I think we understood each other a lot better after our sit down. We do come from such different places. Um, and, And I did say this, if I knew she would have reacted that way, I wouldn't have said it. I really had no idea it was gonna crush her that way. When someone knows about an affair, um, and I said it because of the hypocrisy factor, not to stick it in her face about Bill under any circumstance or to open up old wounds. It's just about the hypocrisy factor. Um, you can't be such a glass house and throw stones at everybody else and, and put your husband on a pedestal and, and make it, you know, because so that's really what it was. Um, I wouldn't have said it, but she really, you know, I thought she would just, the way she always is, you know, stick it back at me, argue back, but I wanted her to see where I was coming from. You can't chastise me, dig up stuff about everybody else and all these things when it's going on in your own backyard and you make it out like it's okay. Do you regret bringing it up? Um, I regret causing any pain to her family. I do regret causing any pain to her family. If I knew she would react that way, I wouldn't have said it. Are you shocked? Like not really just to that, just in general that, you know, Jennifer talks a good game about how she's tough, just like, you know, some not others. That, she's not that tough. She's not that tough. She's, a, you know, she's much more sensitive than she lets on to. I mean, what upset me um, after the fact, even after we had our sit down, she was very uh, aggressive on the after show, which upset me. Are you shocked at how Bill handled it? I mean, Bill, too, kind of did run away from this group for a hot minute. Um, I understand it because I'm sure he was like, oh, do do I need to deal with this? Um, He was collateral damage. I think, listen, what was he going to say? What what was Bill going to say? It wasn't about Bill to me. It was about myself and Jennifer and our relationship and about like, you, you don't come a place from judging. That makes sense. Well, you also said like you were shocked at how like Teresa handled all this. You thought like maybe, you know, she would just say like, we've known each other for a long time. Jennifer recently made some statements about, you know, what did you expect? Like, you know, didn't you expect to have this? I expect adult women, you know, she's, she's going to be 50 years old uh, in about a month and 50 year olds don't behave that way. 50 year olds could have conversations, even uncomfortable ones. And that's what it is. Right. I don't want to, everyone says, Margaret, you poured wine. I was like, you poured wine. We agreed after the ponytail pull as a collective group that she had orchestrated that we're not going to behave this way anymore and that we're going to use our words. And, you know, since that incident last year, we didn't have any physical altercations and that this year that happened is very unfortunate. 
you did. So like after the ponytail, yeah, what? We like- none of this crap ever again. And you know, that's something like that happened. And those were glass, glasses and plastic. And I could have gotten cut and other people there could have, and it, it was not good. And I don't want to hear about like everything I did was violent. Anything I did, only people could get wet. And it's like comparing, um, I'm going to give you an analogy, which Jersey analogies don't do well, but it's like, when you say, um, well, people do drugs. Well, guess what? It's not all the same. All violence isn't the same. Violence, assaults, whatever. You know, all drugs aren't the same either. People smoke pot. It's legal. People do heroin. It's not the same. Okay. I that don't is, hear that. that. That is true. And you guys, like, what, like, as a cast, like, off air, like, sat down and Teresa and. Like, this is got. No, I'm saying not that we sat down and Teresa, but even after the concert, we're like, we're not doing this anymore. We're not, no one's going to get to that level that they can't scream, fight, walk out. We could do that. You know, we, we are all very close and emotional, but you know, it didn't warrant that reaction. Me, you know, saying what I had said to her, um, did not warrant that reaction. No. I mean, what goes through your mind when, you know, like this is happening, right? Like, are you shocked? Are you scared? I mean, like you said, it's glass. Well, I wasn't scared. I was, I was in shock. Cause it like, you know, came at me and she did it like twice. Like, cause she didn't feel like she got enough to at me the first time. Um, I was, you know, I was startled, clearly startled. Um, and, and, you know, I just want to make sure I didn't get cut. And then I, I was disgusted. I was, and then all her verbal assault was not pretty either. Do you think, you know, Jennifer's on this show, you know, we all know how she feels about Teresa. Like is Jennifer, like, is Teresa Jennifer's friend? I mean, we all know Jennifer watched the show. I mean, is Jennifer a, a fan? Listen, I think Jennifer, um, you know, Jennifer loves Teresa. She, when you love someone, though, you don't um, back up everything they do. You want your friend to look in the best possible light. If any, if, uh, truthfully, if, you know, Teresa, that wasn't Teresa looking in the best possible light. It's not a good look in general. Um, I think we can all see that from the comments on social media. Uh, so if my, you know, I would have said to her, hey, that's not a good look. And not to make excuses for her and things like that. But, you know, I think there's a different, you know, when I'm a good friend, I tell people it's not a good look. It's do that you, simple. Do you think Jennifer would ever speak to Teresa like, here's the real deal. I don't think this is appropriate to throw glass. I mean, would she ever speak back to Teresa or? I don't think she would say it that way. I think she has a different view of friendship. I mean, she even had said it on the show. You, you know, there's a way to handle Teresa. I um, handle everybody the same way. I'm honest with all of my friends, even if it's painful, I want everybody to be honest with me and you can move on from it. When you're in a, when you're a grown up, you could say, say what you feel. Doesn't mean you always have to like it. Yes. I mean, there is this, no, absolutely. Like there is this narrative like that Jennifer does kiss Teresa's ass and like she came in. I think it's true. I think she does. I mean, she'll say like, you know, uh, you know, there's a difference when you're a good friend with someone. I think you could be a good friend to someone and not have to agree with everything they did. Yeah, I think absolutely. And I mean, do you think Jennifer kisses Teresa's ass a, well, I mean, there's this narrative too, that like you almost have to, like, do you think she's afraid she wants her job? Like this is tied to her staying on the show? No, 
I just think like, I also think sometimes she does really think that way. I don't know. I think Jennifer, it's hard for me to say. It's just, she comes from a very different background that I do. I don't think Jennifer has a lot of female friendships that she will say to me, I don't know her friends or whatever it is, but I don't think she has as many female friendships. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I finally got and am finally getting a good night's sleep. Listen, if you think as a self-respecting New Yorker working on this podcast 24-7 with all the stress that comes along with it, that I have gotten a good night's sleep over the past many years, you are sadly mistaken. Well, listen, now I get a good night's sleep and it's all because of Dormeo. If you suffer from any type of achy hips, back, shoulders, Anything when you sleep, listen, you have to try the premium mattress topper by Dormeo at a fraction of a cost of a new mattress. A fraction, you can get that new bed feeling without having to buy a new bed. And literally, like for me, it really meant not waking up anymore throughout the whole night with all these aches and pains. And I finally sleep well, you guys. Now, of course, Dormeo's mattress topper has a full range of sizes from twin all the way through king. Dormeo has a 10-year warranty, a 100-night risk-free trial, and free shipping. So what do you have to lose? Right now, you can go to dormeo.com slash velvet, and you'll receive 30% off of your Dormeo mattress topper. That's the best offer you'll find anywhere, but you have to go to dormeo.com slash velvet. Remember, with your 10-year warranty and a 100-night risk-free trial, plus free shipping, it's crazy not to give Dormeo a try. And you were never scared when there was all this stuff coming your way. It was just more shock. No, I, I mean, what should I be afraid of, really? I mean, but yeah, I mean, I didn't want to get cut. I knew my dress was ruined. I was, you know, and I'm not, I was like, you know what? And then when she'd come back up, she's like, I'm going to beat the crap. I was like, come on, you're, you're 50 years old, grow up. She did say a few things. Yeah, um, I mean... You know, calling someone white trash is disgraceful. That's not uh, a vernacular that's appropriate um, to use. 
you just don't say it. It's it's a slur, but whatever. It's like she, her vocabulary is not the top of the charts. What's happening like in the room when this is happening? Like besides you, like what does Joe say, Dolores? I mean, Joe we all. Like, oh my god, whatever. But he knows, like, you know, Dolores is like that's blind rage. Um, you know, Melissa and Joe went running after her. Melissa was trying to contain her. Jennifer went after. Uh, you know, everyone. You know, Tracy was very upset very upset um you know but i was like i'm not gonna you know i was just this is not gonna happen i was just like i'm not leaving here i'm not going to react in a way that's going to reflect poorly on me i'm just not going to dial into that behavior um you know production's clearly in an uproar the the patrons behind me got soaking wet as well i'm embarrassed i was like here we have shamed another city nashville that's you know i call it nash vegas i love it and I was just like, let's enjoy this chicken that they're known for. <laughs> and that's it. And I'm going to eat. I was going to say, like, you're obviously filming this reality show, but like, aren't you just embarrassed? Like when you're sitting I'm, there? I'm like in wet spanks. I'm probably going to get a yeast infection and that's it. You know, and I'm just like, but I'm just going to go along with it and, and just enjoy my evening. And like, what do the patrons of Nashville, I mean, it's a little different in Nashville than Jersey. Yeah embarrassing i'm embarrassed and i'm you know and i don't want i'm off for good some petty fights that it just escalated to a level i was not interested in so you know you we joke we start by joking that's we're saying that i'm not this blogger that you know i mean where does this logic from Teresa even come from i mean like this is a what it is she was convinced that i was putting it out there i was giving it light because i spoke about it it was coming out um, no one needs me to put this out there. I d- put nothing out there. I don't have to put anything out there. I don't want to put it out there because as far as I was concerned, which I had said to her numerous, I, we wanted him to win. Everybody wants her to be happy. Um, stuff was out there from a year ago, last reunion, things were coming out about him. Uh, my thing is to always get ahead of it, not to pretend it's not happening, just address it. Um, public opinion wasn't very positive. I was like, let's, you know, if I say, if I say something, here's your opportunity, you know, just say how you feel, let Louie address it correctly. And this could go away in a nice, in a nice way. I mean, we all know public opinion was not very positive. And I, and I was like, let's just flip it, make it look good. You know, a a good friend is going to be concerned and ask you, you could say you're concerned. Don't say it's not happening. Don't say you didn't see it there pretending, blaming me for it. Clearly I was not the one doing it. There was numerous outlets that had put it out there. I don't have, I, it is not in my best interest or Teresa or my, or anybody's or the show's best for me to put that crap out there. I don't need to. He has enough people who wanted him dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want him dead under any circumstances. Truthfully at this point, I love him 10 times more than I love her. I have some questions about that in a second too. Well, that's the thing. I mean, doesn't Teresa, I mean, she knows there's these lawsuits that, I mean, those are lawsuits that has nothing to do with you. She knows this video exists, whether she watched it or not. Like, how could she just ignore actual lawsuits and actual video? Meaning that I put it out there. I, I didn't cause those. Just like, you know what? I, when my, when my lawsuits came out or can't, I, those are public record. I didn't accuse any of my castmates, um, even though I know someone, you know, on my first season had put it out, I knew who was involved with that stuff, but they're public record. 
stuff comes out. I didn't want it anything. I wasn't, I don't have time. I run a company. I don't have time. To, I don't want to hurt him under any circumstance. And that's true. And he's much sweeter to me than she is. Did you? <laughs> well, that says something. At this, which, point, at this point, he is much sweeter to me than he is. She is. I mean, what does he say to you? Just like, I understand or? I think, um, I am going to say this after, you know, after being around this, I mean, after the season finale, it's not pretty, which you guys all saw. Um, you know, he says some things that, you know, I'm not too happy about, but I think after everybody sees the reunion, we come to a better place. And I think he realized, I don't know if she tainted him towards it. I don't know what it is, but he's much easier to talk to after the fact. And listen, I don't know what that's about, whatever it is. Unfortunately, Teresa, I've never met somebody who holds a grudge that long. I mean, listen, she still holds a grudge against her sister and brother, you know, her sister-in-law and brother-in-law for coming on a show so many years ago. I, I don't know from that. I don't, I'm not a grudge holder. And do you think- And by the way, I never said one bad thing about him. She makes it like I said this. I said, I said not one thing. I, I asked a question. Um, things kept coming out and I, and I literally asked a question and that was it. Do and everyone you, makes it out like, you know, I was uh, Cruella DeVille. Everyone does make it out like that. Yes. Did you? Well, only, only the tree huggers. I, I think everybody else, you know, who's. Well, there's a lot of tree huggers out there. Who's, uh, who's you know, people who are a little more dialed in understand. Do you, did you ever get annoyed at your castmates throughout the season like kind of like you like you said this narrative is out there I imagine everyone's talking about this like but yet you are the one speaking up to Teresa Melissa didn't want to go near that for obvious reasons I deal with her as much and I think um I'm just forthright and I and I knew listen I it was out there people were talking about it I think we would do everybody a disservice not talking about it I mean what if everyone's going to watch the show and be like everyone's going to pretend everything's perfect. I think we would look like idiots. But you never got mad. Like Dolores, speak up. Jackie, yeah, say something. Dolores, no, because Dolores would say, you know, Margaret didn't put it out there. I mean, I think everyone voiced their concerns, not directly to Teresa. I think I say it right to her. I'm not somebody who has to beat around the bush and, you know, talk behind her back and then never say it to her. And I think that's what got her upset. Do you regret, like you said, she was calling you white trash. You said, thank God you're not on parole anymore. I think that was a normal thing to say in that moment. I mean, you, you threw an entire table of stuff on me and you call me every name in the book. I mean, I thank God she wasn't on parole. It's a fact, you yes. Know, yeah, of course, someone correct me. Maybe it was probation, parole, par probation. What's the difference? I don't know the difference. Thank God I don't want to know the difference. No. I mean, do you regret anything from this particular season? The only thing I regret is her, you know, that Jennifer's, uh, you know, there was some collateral damage in her family, nothing else. Do you regret anything from the past five years you've been on Housewives? Mm. What did I say? Uh, that was the only, this season I regret that. Nothing else really. Maybe I shouldn't have poured water on Danielle's head, but I don't give a crap because I think she, she came in there looking for a physical altercation that day. And I don't have anything in particular in my mind. I was yeah, just curious. You know, I think I've been um, 
very much myself. I think uh, I'm, you know, honest and that's it. I mean, maybe I regret, you know, some clothing choices. <laughs> it was it. The pigtail extensions the first season. I mean, they had me looking like, you know, the queen of Narnia. Five years is a long time. Fashion's changed, right? About five years is just like, you know, I made some poor choices, but that's it. Where does Teresa rank in terms of, listen, some people come on house, listen, you haven't had it easy. Jennifer, Siggy, Danielle, Teresa, you've had your share of drama over five years. I've had my share of drama, but I think I can handle it. Where does, it sounds like Teresa, like where does Teresa fall in relationship to like a Siggy or Danielle or Jennifer? Teresa and I um, were real friends. I do really, I did care for her. I don't think she thinks we could ever make up. I mean, she said some horrible, horrible, horrible things to me at the reunion. Um, I, I went in, you know, thinking that there could be some resolve, uh, now it's very up in the air. I mean, she, it's a rough one. It's a rough one. Cause I am not that person. I am very careful to say things that, you know, that I can sometimes that I can come back from. I think she says some things that she is very hard to come back from. Really? You think by I, the- what? So like by the end of this reunion, you think she said things she can't come back from? Um, I think there's some things she said to me that are very, very hurtful. I, I have to like, you know, I think there's some, I, it's, she said some things to me that are really hurtful, really hurt, that, that are shocking. Wow. So fast forward, the season's over. We're in the middle of the reunion. You're going to have another season. What happens day one of filming? You're going to come right in contact with her. I don't don't know who's coming back. I don't know what's happening. Um, That's under the assumption everyone's coming back and that, you know, I'll be asked back, which, you know, we'll, we'll say nothing, you know, nothing's confirmed yet, but if it was that we're all coming back, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Well, okay. Let me, let me tell you, Margaret. I mean, I'm not Andy Conan. I don't work for Bravo, but you are coming back and Teresa is coming back. And everyone who is a main cast member of a housewife, I can guarantee you you're coming back. I've had the best ratings of any other show. I'll put it that way. So let me just go under the assumption. So, right. So let's go under the assumption, even though nothing is announced, right. Day one of filming all cast event, you're going to come right face to face with her. Like, what do you say? I can be in a room with anyone. I could say hello, but I could say hello. And that's it. And she'll say hello to you. And I mean, I don't know where we're going to be. Uh, You know, a lot can happen. I don't know how much could really happen from now until then, but I think, um, I think there, there has to be a lot of healing and I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. I have to, I have to be completely honest. I don't know what's going to happen. And, 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 uh, yeah, I really, David, I gotta be, I don't know. And it's, I, I, it's not going to be about fighting and I don't, you know, it's not about that. It's about, it's something's cut very deep and, you know, I'm not, you know, people would like to say, Margaret, you calculate your manipulate. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm brutally honest. I'm maybe painfully honest and maybe sometimes a little harsh. But when I make up with someone, I make up with someone genuinely. I don't have an ulterior motive. I don't need anybody um, on the show. I don't need anybody except my husband, Lexi, my children, my mother. And uh, that's about it. I don't need anybody to be relevant, to uh, 
maintain my position in life. I don't need, you know, alliances. I enjoy my friends. I love my friends on this show because we do have true bonds, but I'm not going to make up with someone just to like, because, you know, it's, it's, it keeps me in a good position. That's not my life. I, I like true bonds and true friendships, nothing just for show. You do. I do. And I mean that. And that's what I'm saying. When people act like, oh, you know, people say, oh, Jackie, Melissa, Fredmark, she knows everything. Well, damn right. I fucking know everything. You know why I know everything? I've, I've lived here since 1991. You know how many friendships and people I know and place I want to, I don't need to, I don't hold things on people's head. I don't give a shit. I'm not judgmental. I'm not holding something in my back pocket. I don't care. I don't, I don't judge anybody. But with that being said, don't judge me when you have the same dirty backyard. That's my point. We come together every day, five days a week, and we are from all different walks of life, shapes, sizes, locations. But there is one thing we all have in common here, and that is we love reality TV. Come on, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't. I have to tell you, I am obsessed with being. Being is reality TV gold. Listen, Bing is an innovative new audio format like no other podcast you've ever heard. This season, it's Bing Trans. You're going to meet Chloe. You're going to meet Jeffrey, Mariana, and Cy. Over the course of six episodes, you get to be a fly on the wall. And I know you guys love that from their most intimate conversations. They're unscripted, raw. You're going to hear it all. You'll be right alongside them as they handle health, family, relationships, love, friendships, professional careers, and everything else that comes with living life as a transgender person in LA. With this podcast, you'll gain unique insights and an empathetic understanding of their personal experiences. From Lemonada Media's Being Studios, this is audio reality. This is being trans. Literally, think about it. We now have reality in the form of a podcast, you're just going to sit back and you're going to observe. It is so good, you guys. Being trans is out now wherever you get your podcasts. And I guess it is possible to, I mean, we've seen Teresa not speak to other people that have, I mean, there's been seasons, not many, but you know, you look at some other people that have had issues with Teresa. There's, I mean, I guess you could film a whole season. You know, I, I also don't feel, you know, we're an ensemble. And there's times you don't get along. And I think, you know, I think if she's really the love, love, love that she says she is, she has to behave the love, love, love that she is. Would you move past everything as she said to you that cuts deep without a formal apology, like just over no, time? No, no. Not even a formal apology. I think it's not even about an apology. It's, um, I think she, you know, I think, I, in my, my point in life, I've worked very hard on myself. I've been in a lot of therapy. Um, I can own when I'm wrong. I can be apologetic. I apologize genuinely to Jennifer. I can be honest and say that I would never say those things, you know, as much as I can fight with Jennifer and you know, we, we have, I never want to hurt her. I, you know, I could be grown up enough to say those things. Someone, she, I think certain, certain people have to be grown up enough to, to own their part. And I think the one thing she has to learn is that it to, um, to be a big person is to own what you do wrong. And do you think like, let's just say, cause it sounds like, well, I want to talk not, about it's, not, it's, it's bigger than what happened on the season. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's bigger than that. Right. Right. Like there's just things that are big. It's not not just about me. It's just like, it, it can't be so one-sided. Right. And And I truly, and, and and I do believe this. I came, when I met her, I really loved her. I met her when she was in a very vulnerable place. She was only, only out of, um, jail nine months or whatever her mother had just passed away it was very devastating I loved her um I had a very big soft spot for her never once has she ever taken my side if anybody looks back at it um she went on Danielle's side against me every fight I've had with Jennifer um she did with my first season though with Siggy she was on my side you know but I was very much on her side that year as well so I, but even when she argued with Jackie that they, they show you flashbacks. I was like, Teresa didn't, you know, she doesn't think from point A to point B. I made excuses for her. I've always given her the benefit of the doubt. There's never been one time with all this time has she given me the benefit of the doubt or anything like that. And I've been very upfront with her, honest with her, really honest there. And, you know, there comes a point where I just have to say shame on me that I, you know, what is wrong with me that, that I have been so easy and upfront and honest there. And I, and I try, I tried to help her, um, when I first met her in business with and certain things, she thought I was coming from a bad place. You know, when the paranoia is so deep, that's about her, not about me. Right. Right. And it's, right? So it's, it's like, I don't, I don't have that. And I have been burned. I've been burned in personal relationships. I've been burned, but I just don't have that. I just don't have that. And believe me, I've been cut. And I, and I still don't have that deep paranoia. And so it's not a matter of I a pop. I don't have that where I think anybody uh, wants to purposely hurt me. I don't think, I, you know, some maybe, but maybe that's, she's like that because she, that's the way she is. I don't know, but I am not that. And you think that what, like even if apology is not enough, like, I mean, is there. It's about the apology. It's about, you know, actions speak louder than words. Right. Anybody could say they're sorry. Right. Right. Anybody could say they're sorry. Show me. Yes. Right. It's like, I I mean, I, I, you know. Yes, I do know. I'm just basing it on like when Jennifer says, no, your audience, like we all have watched Teresa since 2008. I I, I understand that, but you know what? Maybe it's time for change. Right. She's got, you know, everybody's got to grow. You would hope, right? Listen, that's, that's life. You have to evolve. At one point you're not, you know, so young anymore. No. And, you know, to my point earlier about Jennifer, and I'm not saying you should, but you know, like I asked you, like, is Jennifer worried for her job? People point to like, okay, Teresa had a problem with Carolyn Manzo. Where is she? People had a problem. I don't give a shit. I don't, I, you know what? I'm not worried about my job ever. ever. I don't think that way. I, I just don't think that way. You don't. Yeah, I don't. That's good. <laughs> I, just, I just don't think that way. I don't, I, I just don't. I just don't feel like, you know, it's not up to her. It's not up to me. It's not up to anybody, but the network. And it probably helps you show up and have an authentic experience that way. Right. I think it's, I think it's just being honest, authentic, 
and showing your real life and, uh, you know, and showing that you evolve. I, 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 I would, and, you know, I think it's, it's about relationships and being, you know, upfront. I really do think it's about that. And when everyone's like, it's the Teresa show, it's the show. No, it's, it's the housewives in New Jersey and the way adult women interact um, as crazy as it is, as screwed up as it is, I'm not good without her. She's not good without me. She's not good without Dolores. I'm not good without Melissa, you know, Jackie, Jennifer. We're all good with each other. We're the dynamic that works together. Yeah. We're the right, you know, we're the right spicy. And to your point, Jersey's had a great season and is one of the. We're, we're the best season ever. Yeah, I, I would think this has probably been the best season ever. We're, we have the best ratings. What about the fact that, so people aren't talking about the, in the finale, in the final two episodes when you guys were on the trip, you know, this pivotal moment, this whole thing happens, Dolores. Now Dolores says, I'm leaving. You say Dolores. I'm like, you're not going. Yeah, I was upset in that moment because you know why? Dolores is one of my best friends. We see each other all the time. We talk on the phone all the time. And I was going to be heartbroken if she left because I was like, you know, do not leave me. I am devastated. I'm upset. I'm like sitting here in wet clothes and she doesn't need you. You know, Dolores felt like she was going to go calm her down. And I was like, no, you're not. You're going to stay here with me. Who's having a breakdown, you know, not a breakdown like crime, but like I'm the injured party. I did, you know, I was already there. I, she's not the injured party. You will stay here with, you know, I was like, you're going to stay here with me. I, you know, you're going to get me off the ledge. You don't fucking need to get her off the ledge. And was there any part of you that was like, okay, Dolores, your initial reaction is to go follow Teresa. Like this is your allegiance. Well, yeah, I, was I was clearly upset, but I was like, and Dolores, you know, Frank said or Dolores were the hosts, you know, he said the right thing to her and, you know, and then she stayed. But that was it. It didn't lead to a bigger, like, oh no, my God. No, no, no. Because listen, I know my and Dolores' relationship. I'm very confident. Um, and it's not about me or Teresa. It wasn't about that. But I needed her at that moment to feel like, Margaret, you're hurt. And you know what? And I feel, and not that she loves Teresa more, loves me more, whatever. It's, it's just that she validated that what happened to me was disgraceful. And that's why I needed her with me. And that's really what it was. Right. I mean, Teresa's since spoken out and said that, you know, the opposite, like Dolores, it shows that she was disloyal and that she stayed with you. The first thing I've ever heard. Dolores has been nothing but loyal to Teresa, has stood by her. Validate, that is, that's just ridiculous because Teresa, I mean, Dolores is the most loyal, good friend to everybody. You could be a good friend to someone and not agree with what they do. And what Teresa did that day was no one could, you know, if you agree with what she did, it doesn't matter how much I asked Teresa, how much I annoyed her, how much I upset her. Um, it does not validate what she did to me. No, I mean, I'm sorry, it doesn't, it just doesn't. When there's glass and there's things being thrown, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, if she threw a drink at me, I'd get wet. It wasn't that she threw an entire table of food. She cleared the table. Glass could have broken. Um, what would have happened if my face got cut? What if I had, you know, anything could have happened. Yeah. And you would think like, if anyone really did something like this without producers or security, I don't know what the results would be in the no, real world. I, you don't know. You don't know. Do you think at times Dolores is too loyal to Teresa? You know, like we all know she wasn't invited. I, no, it's not that loyal. I think she gives her a pass 
because she knows her a long time. I think sometimes she gives her a pass, but I just, uh, they have a long history. I think Dolores and I have a very intimate relationship. Uh, we have a very special intimate relationship. I think it's, I think I have a special intimate relationship with most of my friends. Um, Cause that's the type of person I am. I think that's why I might have a hard time because I think Teresa does put that block up. I think, you know, she'll say, well, then you're not my friend. If you don't know that you're not my friend, if you don't know that to be, you know, well, then I feel like you're not my friend if you can't be intimate with me and be vulnerable and be yourself. Do you think like Teresa has ever been vulnerable with you? Um, I do. I think when I first met her, she was very vulnerable with me. I think she's a hard time being vulnerable. I understand um, she's done, listen, and I'm not going to say she's done a lot for this uh, show. She's done a lot. She has revealed herself. She's revealed her life. Um, I don't know why she thinks I'd want to twist something and hurt her. She, well, she, she could have said anything to me. She could have, instead of like, pushing me on blocking, she could have said, it's like, hey, this stuff is concerning. I'm worried about it, but I love him. And I so want this to work out, you know? Um, she, she could have said anything and I would have been, it would have been great. And, but the way she, act, I don't know, it's, it's, it's very weird. The whole thing is very weird to me. If she said to you like off camera, like, listen, can you just ease up? If she said off camera, could you just ease up or just like, you know what? I really love him. I'm scared. I'm this, I'm that. I would have said, how can we fix this? Um, if you talk about it, it could be better, you know, look good in the light. Uh, you know, don't lie on camera would be the first thing I would say, which I tried to say, but that didn't work. I mean, to the point of just like when we were at Jennifer's house and she left with the producers and then she came back and said, nothing was wrong. I mean, we all just saw it. Do you think that she is reacting so harshly towards you because she truly knows that something is amiss, possibly? I mean, does Trey know? Like deep down at night when the lights are down and she's drifting off to sleep and she's being honest with herself, does she really know in her heart of hearts that something might, might, we don't know, might be amiss with this man, Louis Relius? So that's a question. So Margaret is going to answer that on part two. And we're going to deep dive a lot more on this season. We're going to deep dive on the reunion. We're going to deep dive how Margaret is now in a better place with Louie, but not with Teresa. I mean, didn't see that one coming. We're going to talk a lot more about the past RHONJ, the current season, which really was all about Margaret and Trey. And then listen... I got some things to say about next season, guys, because I heard some stuff about casting and this and that. And look, we don't want Margaret to lose her job. But, you know, this is behind the velvet rope. And you know I'm going to ask. You know, everyone says, well, you're friends with Margaret. And so she's, no, everyone here behind the velvet rope is treated equally and gets subjected to the same style questions that everyone else is. So we're going to go there in part two, coming very soon. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Stay tuned. There's more coming with Miss Margaret Joseph's part two coming soon. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, 
subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.